0: Welcome to Return to Ease, the show where we talk about different ways to live with more intention. Each week, we will discuss different ways to learn how to nourish our mind, body, and soul. I'm your host, Rachel Picora. I'm a licensed massage therapist and a John F. Barnes-trained myofascial release therapist. I am passionate about living an authentic life and want to help you return to ease. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I have money and business coach Amanda Suga from The Illuminary Co, and she coaches badass beings who are ready to take their business to the next level. And today, we will chat about intuition and body wisdom and how that pertains to success rather than conditioned rules. So welcome to the show, Amanda. Hi. Hi, Rachel. Thank you for having me.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: I'm super excited to chat with you. We were talking a little bit before uh, we started this and we are going to talk about intuition and body wisdom and how that can help you in your personal life and how that helps you with your business and your mindset and all of the things. So yes. I'm super excited. Yeah. So you come from a marketing background. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was what you did before you started your coaching business. So mm-hmm. Could you maybe share a little bit about how you got started on that that journey?
1: Yes, of course. So I, uh, for anyone who's listening, I was born and raised in Hawaii. I, you know, was taught to work hard, to go to school, to go to college, like to kind of do all of the check the box things that I think most of us are taught are what creates a successful life. So I had a pretty successful career in marketing. I worked my way up. I had the corner office and the salary and the title and like the car and the bag and all the things that i think many of us associate with success yet when i got there it it still didn't feel right or like it didn't it didn't feel congruent or in in, in integrity with maybe what i was feeling on the inside and i think that was my first kind of oh wait there is something more here and it wasn't necessarily more material success, but it was like there was something more within me that I maybe wasn't paying attention to. Um and that really kind of I had been on a kind of spiritual journey up until that point, but that kind of really sparked something of like, okay, wait, there is more here. Uh and then around that same time I was pregnant with my son who's now three and a half. And once he was born, if anyone's been a mom or has become a mom, like you know what I'm talking about, like everything kind of changes. And it was around that time, having a child and reaching this quote unquote pinnacle of like what success is supposed to be, and still not feeling fulfilled, I started to go inward and like really ask myself, like, well, what am I be- like? What am I really feeling? Like, what is the truth? Um, if I'm asking my heart and my soul and not my brain um, and what it was conditioned to what it should do or what it was supposed to be doing or what was expected of me and my family and society. So that's really how I got into coaching was this deep desire and kind of pull to help people to help people thrive. And also at the same time form to create something that would help me thrive in my own life. And I knew at that point, like corporate wasn't it, um, so I didn't even really understand what it was at that time. I was just like, I feel pulled and this feels scary and almost like I'm doing something wrong, right? Because it was against social norms, but kind of just following that curiosity and that pull towards how do I help people? What do I know? Um, what do I like doing? Which ultimately three and a half years later led me to being a coach.
0: Yeah. That's cool. I think that we have a short time on this world, on this earth, and we have to do what feels what we feel aligned with. And sometimes we don't know what that that feels like. Um, there's so many things that go into shutting down our you know our true selves and what we what we really want. Um, like you said, from society and culture and family and everything. Um, so it's hard to know sometimes what what we're like being pulled to do. And it can be scary, like you said, to not know what direction that you should be going to. Um, what if like the world falls apart or what if like, I don't, you know, make enough money or like can't right. my child. And <laughs> it, yeah. it comes to a point where you're like, I got to get out of here. Or I'm going to lose my mind if I don't do what my soul is
1: saying. Right. Yeah. And um when I left corporate, like there definitely was so many people around me, like, you know, my mom who was like, what are you doing? Like, you have a baby now you can't like this is you're leaving a very stable and safe job. And it was like, it almost I think, to normalize, it almost feels a little bit like you're crazy, or like it requires a sense of like being a little bit delusional. When what you're being called to is just not what everyone else in your, in your world is doing or what they're used to. Like it it can be scary for them as much as as it is for you. And I just want to offer like, nothing's actually gone wrong. It's, it's kind of like you're veering off what the beaten path is.
0: Yeah, for sure. I wish that I had a, a business coach when I first decided to Become self-employed. <laughs> it, w- it took me a couple of years to hire one after I was already self-employed. But boy, would I have saved myself a lot of drama in my head if I would have hired someone that was just like, "It's fine, nothing's right. going to happen." <laughs> right? Yeah. And I would just take advice from people that were already self-employed. and They're like, "It'll be okay," and I'm like, "No, it's not going to be okay." But you know, it was it was hard. I was also. An employee, you know, I, I do massage therapy, and so I was an employee doing massage therapy, and then I built my business up from nothing, and you know, uh, and turned it, and then I, then I switched into specializing in a modality that no one else offers in my area. So mm-hmm. then I felt really, you know, cast aside, like I'm the biggest weirdo, and you know, there's no, yeah. no one to, like everyone thought I was nuts I just made a complete shift in my business and um that was when I decided to hire a business coach because I'm like I need some help right yeah <laughs> it was great but um I also felt the pull in my body too to do something that I felt was higher aligned and I knew that I wanted to specialize in the smile fashion release but like I just didn't know how to do that and where to even start.
1: Right, exactly,
0: yeah. so how did you, um, how did you start learning like what to do to decide, okay, I need to make a change? Like, how were you able to follow that gut? like how did you know what you were that that was your
1: intuition or I don't you- think i I don't think I did at first. I think I was just kind of like, like you said, like life is short. I feel this, I don't know why it didn't make sense but i was like i need to just follow the breadcrumbs i guess of like where my intuition was leading me to figure out like i i it required a level of i think trust in myself and just trust that like there was something greater at work whether that's god or the universe or spirit or whatever you want to call it yeah. um but i wanted to touch on something you said like i think being in an, an employee like i think if you've grown up in in a Western society, like ultimately I believe we are trained to grow up to be good employees, which in the process, what happens, you know, in in the school system is we're taught to like follow these specific set of rules and there's a specific way you do a math problem. So it's ingrained, like there's only this one right way to do X, Y, and Z. Um, And often I think watching my child now as children, we're kind of taught, like, even if a child has an intuitive in their body, like, no, this isn't right. Like we're often just, nope, this is what we're supposed to do. You get into the line, you, you be quiet. And so I think the whole employee mindset is based on following a conditioned set of rules versus when you become an entrepreneur, or if you're just kind of wanting to create a life that's on your terms, it does require realizing and letting go of that I guess employee mindset of yeah. shoulds and expectations and and certain perfect steps that need to happen. Um, and I just wanted to touch on that because I think it was when I realized like oh, I've just not learned growing up to listen to my own voice or like what my body is telling me like in many situations, I think growing up it was like oh I I didn't feel comfortable maybe in like a, a school situation or like doing a certain thing but it was like no this is what you have to do this is what you're supposed to do so just go do it so it's like we've been taught to kind of ignore yeah. that those feelings in our body and um to answer, to circle back to your question how did I kind of just start I think it just became the feeling became so loud that it was like I know this doesn't make sense but like I just I I felt compelled to just follow it because I knew that if I kept doing what I was doing and following the rules or the social norms, like, I, well, it's like, well, I did that. And I, I wasn't happy there. It, it didn't fulfill me. So I had to try something else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. Um, yeah. I think like you said about society and in school and like that's it is what it is you know that's just kind of how it is but it's hard because we we all think the same you know we have similar thoughts but we're you know so different we're unique to each other or to ourselves and so it's hard because there's so many like generational things and just societal things that are so much pressure that tell you (laughs) what to do and how it should be done and you know corporate america is run by uh, You know, white men, I guess, and yeah, it's the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh man, there's so much more out there. Yes. (laughs) So, how did you develop your intuition even stronger? Like, I, I know maybe, um, did you like start feeling certain ways
1: in your body or? Yeah. So, I think one of the tools that helped me tune into what my intuition was actually saying, I, I think it started with um meditation like really just quieting the mind um but one thing that you can do is is quiet the mind and then um call up specific feelings or specific experiences because i think for so many of us um we're not really sure what our intuition feels like like we haven't spent enough time in our body so it's really um an exercise that you can do is really taking out like it doesn't even need to take very long like taking a minute closing your eyes, taking a few deep breaths in and just settling into your body. And then what you can do is ask yourself, well, what does it feel like to feel abundant? Or what does it feel like to feel um, like I'm doing something that just feels right? And most of us have a memory or an experience that we can recall. And so it's, what feels most abundant? Can you remember a time when you felt most abundant? And this is something that you can do on your own. And just like bringing that up in your mind and feeling how that feels in your body. For m- most people, like when they're listening to like their truth or their intuition, like it feels relaxed. It feels expansive. Even it get- feels like this warm feeling inside. Um, You can even ask yourself, like, what does it feel like when something is just like, yes, this is right, this is for me, this is the thing. And then, like, actually spending time on on feeling those sensations in your body so that you can become familiar, okay, well, this is what a yes feels like, right? And then your brain will have lots of things to say about it, but we can just, like, let the brain know, like, hey, well, we'll come back to you but we're just spending some time here. And then the other part that you want to practice is like, okay, I know what a yes feels like. What does a no feel like? What does lack feel like? What does um, fear feel like? Or something that just feels, you can recall something from before where it's like, I knew this wasn't the right thing for me. How was I feeling? And then letting that feeling expand in your body just so that you can start to become familiar okay this is what it feels like when the answer is no and then a practice once you've done this that you can start implementing into your life is it can be simple things right like um i have a mug here it's like what would be like it can be as simple as which mug do i want to use this morning and taking a moment to be like to look at a certain one mug a and and be like okay what's the feeling does it feel good does it feel like yes looking at another one and being like, is it mug B? And you can do this with like foods you're eating or maybe events that you're going to, or people that you're having interactions with. And this can even trickle into your business or your career, or just like relationships in your life. Like really just slowing down to take a beat, to ask yourself, not intellectually, like not necessarily asking your brain, but like asking the question and like feeling in your body what the response is. Because I, I know that every human actually has um, nervous system cells in their heart and in their gut, which are actually um, thinking like they're, those are what are responsible for intuition and like body wisdom. And it just becomes a practice of getting familiar with that and slowing your brain's roll enough to be like, okay, what is my body saying? And a lot of times Intu- intuitive hits will come and the brain will not want to be on board. The brain will be like, no, we can't do that. No, you're not allowed to do that. Who do you think you are? Um, what will people think? Right. And and that's where we get to do the hard, uncomfortable work of, okay, well, my body is telling me this is right. Can I get my brain on board with it? Why is my brain so, because I, I think one thing to know about intuition and in your body is that your body is never wrong it's always going to lead you to the right place. It just might not logically make sense to your brain.
0: Absolutely. A hundred percent. I agree with that. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 It's, and it's just so, you know, as an employee or even in school, like that's just not something that's offered space for. If someone's body wisdom is like, this is not for me. Like often we're just told like, yep, yeah, no, you don't know what you're doing or like, we're just taught not to trust ourselves. And I think intuition and honing that as a skill is just learning to trust yourself.
0: Yeah, definitely. I love that you said about the mug and deciding what mug to use if you're going to drink your coffee or your tea. And that's actually been something that I've learned over time too, is how to decide what's a yes or no for me by like picking out my shirt in the morning that I'm going to wear like what does this feel like in my body is this a is this a hell yeah or no and you know and I make like most of my decisions based on that now like does this light me up or is this Mm -hmm. like I don't know and then there's sometimes it's still like an in-between and I have to kind of you know just let those simmer a bit but generally most of my decisions so that's kind of how I let myself be guided now nowadays, I guess.
1: And yeah. And has that led you to the results or the outcomes that you wanted to create?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it's wild to me because I find that because I allow these things to flow to me, there's like way more synchronicity in my life. Mm-hmm. And there's way more, you know, just, um, just more flow in general. Yeah. There's not so much resistance and it just kind of everything. Or like.
1: Pushing towards something,
0: yeah, yeah. Things happen a lot easier now <laughs> than they used to. I used to like force things to happen, and now I'm just like, if, if it's not meant to be, you know, it's <laughs> it'll flow how it's supposed to. But yeah, um, generally, like kind of like a a coping mechanism for me is I'm always a no. Like everything is no. Every you know, <laughs> if you bring something to me, I'm gonna say no, no matter what it is. It could be something I really want. <laughs> I'm still gonna say no. So it's just funny you said that because I have to like okay, it's not actually a no. I got to feel into my body, right? Yeah, <laughs> like my first you know defense is no, nope, it's not happening.
1: <laughs> right. It's all um, that sounds like a like a protective thing. Like yeah, you learn to protect your space, and which is great. And now you get to lean into like what what is a hell yes? What does light me up? And I love how you said that. Like what lights you up? I think that's said another way, like following like what brings you joy, um, like what fires you up. And that's usually how you know, like, okay, this is the yes. Um, yeah. and if it's not, if it's just kind of wah, wah, like maybe it's a no for now, or maybe it could be a maybe. And that's I think those things where you wanna revisit them later um and see. But I love using your intuition just for simple things as a way to kind of build up to more, to being able to listen to it more. And I think the other part of getting yes or no is, is slowing down and quieting your mind enough to then ask more complex questions, right? Like if you are, you know, maybe confused or not sh- certain of what your next direction is, it's like, asking like, well, what is my next direction? What would light me up? And like allowing the answers not to come from your brain, but like to actually focus your attention to like your heart and your gut and being like, what? And, and waiting long enough for the, to get the answer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We, we live in a society where we want it yesterday. We don't, (laughs) we don't want to wait. We want to know everything right now. And You know, it's funny you say that. Is because sometimes when I'm asking myself a question and I want an answer for it, I don't get the answer right away, and then I'll stop thinking about it and I'll go about my my business, my day, whatever it is, and then all of a sudden, I and I I guess the best way for me to describe it, it's almost like a mist that comes through me. It's like there's the answer. It just like washes over me, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's that was cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that I totally get that. That totally. It's like um when you're not trying so hard to figure it out is when I think we're open enough to, to receive whatever that might be. Yeah. I love that. It's like, uh, I don't know when I'm in the shower, I get a lot of ideas because I'm not actively thinking about it. I'm just me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah.
0: I, we kind of do that. um, Sometimes I'll do that with body work too. Like when I'm receiving, if I'm getting work done, And, or it even, it's not always body work, but it, I get a lot of intuition when I'm giving body work or receiving Mm -hmm. body, but, um, I'll do it before I go to bed too. I'll just like ask myself a question and then I won't like look for the answer and I just go to bed or I'll tell myself I will have the answer in the morning. (laughs) And then it's like, there it is. And so I do that sometimes, you know, so I'm not in my thinking mind, but I'm like, just give me the answer. Like after this is done.
1: Yeah. No, that's such a great tool as well to just like ask the question and be willing to be open for when the answer will just come and expect the answer to come to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you think that um, following the intuition is just more acting in integrity?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think we talked about that. Like when we're following our intuition, we are in integrity with what our our soul and our body and our emotions are guiding us to and I found that number one acting that way like you said like things just seem to come easier there's more synchronicity like there's more flow we're not we're really co-creating and we're not like trying to control everything and trying to force everything and I think when that comes to relationships or career or business when we're following our intuition and acting with integrity, I found that myself and my clients, we end up creating more of what we want, whether that's success, money, clients, or love, or joy, easier than I think we think it will be because we're we're kind of just allowing and open, open to it versus r- resistance and like trying to force or push or hustle our way there. And so- being in integrity, listening to your intuition, I found particularly in business, it is the fastest way to get where you're going. And it, it just requires, I think, the hard work of not listening when your brain has all these rules or it's worried about what people will think or it's, you know, it's worried about worst case scenarios and trusting like, I have this feeling I've got this hit, I'm going to follow it. And the work then becomes creating safety in the mind and the brain to be like, okay, and we're doing this, even though it's scary, or we're doing this, even though it feels really uncertain. Um, And I think it's like a muscle, right? Intuition, being in integrity takes practice. If most of our lives we have spent not listening to it at all, or just following something outside of ourselves, it's, it becomes a muscle that the more you use, I think the more you start to see like, oh wait, okay, this is much easier. Like things just seem to be happening. Um, I don't have to try as hard or maybe you decide to um, follow what feels like your passion. And then you're like, wow, this is so fun. And I get to do this and get paid for it. it. It just start, things just start to fall together that aren't how we're taught that the world works, and I think it's the most powerful and underrated tool, specifically in business and careers, like to actually be in integrity with yourself and be listening to your body and following that um, instead of looking outside. Yeah, definitely.
0: I used to hear people talk about stuff like that, you know, a few years ago, and I was like, I don't know what that means. But <laughs> now, like, right. kind of walk the walk. I'm like, okay, I get it, and now I do things based on. More feelings rather than logical. I mean, there has to be some logic, but you know, I do a lot of things that I've I feel my way through it, and I've learned to trust myself and know what's a what's a good decision and what's maybe not the best decision right now. So, I think it like you said, it just takes time. So, um, do you think that what you're talking about here is that stuff that you help people with when you're coaching them? Like you help them kind of figure those things out.
1: and Right. Yes. No, exactly. Um, tapping into intuition and being in integrity with like who they are is exactly what I help my clients with because many of my clients come wanting, they're usually business owners. They're wanting to create a business. And I think they already know deep down what it is, what they're being called to. It's just, they haven't had enough time or space to clearly articulate that to their brain, even though they feel it in their body. So we spend a lot of time taking off each layer of the shoulds and the have tos and the expectations of society and and the people around them to really get into, well, what do you really want to do? What lights you up? And then getting the brain on board with how that could work. So I guess, for example, like a lot of my clients are um, coaches themselves. And so it's like they know what they want to coach on, but their brain has so much like, well, am I qualified? Like, like, I don't actually know if people want this. And it's really like, well, this is what's on your heart. So let's get your brain on board with it, because when they start to take action, listening to their heart, And getting their brain on board every action that they take becomes so much more impactful and powerful because they're in integrity um they're congruent and i think it creates um that's what creates magnetism or that's what creates resonance like energetically i think then people are like oh this person is talking about what feels true to them so i think it's more powerful and then they start to create results faster and faster and it's like and then their brain's like, oh my God, this is too easy. Or like, you know, like it it, it doesn't feel difficult enough, but particularly when people get into alignment with um, their intuition and integrity, they end up creating a lot more money faster. And that's something I work on my, with my clients as well. Um, they desire money. They, they desire to have big businesses. They desire to be seen. They desire to help people. And I think that's what's truly on their heart. And it's just allowing space for that to, to follow that um, and kind of unlearning all of the the limitations and the expectations and all the rules that they were taught about how they should be living.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that some of that is um, like the
1: imposter syndrome showing up? Does oh, think- for sure. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I think imposter syndrome is, I think when we do feel that way, it is because somewhere we are being an imposter, but I think most people think when they have that feeling, they, they automatically go to, well, it must not mean, it must mean I'm not supposed to be doing this, but I often find that when we're being an, an imposter, we could be following what's on, what's on our heart, but then our brain just is not on board with it. Like, it's like, oh no, like, what if people find out? Like, or what if people, um, what if something bad happens? And so that's why like being an imposter, it, I think it's just a an error in our thinking and it's just getting the brain back on board with like well what feels true to me and my body and my heart that that is the truth and like then it's about just reasoning with the brain to get it on board yeah that makes
0: sense okay I know that I've I've had moments of like imposter syndrome. I think we all do. We go through oh, it. Yeah. Like and it's it's like the worst feeling. You're like, and then you look back and you're like, Well, why was I so worried about that? Yeah. <laughs> Only I was
1: worried about it. No one else was worried about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, imposter syndrome is I think it's a defense mechanism. It's a safety thing, right? Like we kind of step into, you know, who we really want to be. And it's scary to the nervous system to be like, oh, oh, this is yeah. who we are now. This is scary. Just only because we're not used to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh. Well, um, where can people find you if they are interested in working with you or if they have questions or if they loved what
1: we're talking about? Because I know I could talk about intuition all day long. Yeah. Same. <laughs> um, I hang out on Instagram. Um, you can find me at theilluminary.co. I'm there all the time. Love chatting, sharing Um, So if you're wanting to connect or stay in touch, that's where you can follow me. Great.
0: And I will link that below in the show notes so people can find you. And do you have a website you'd like to share as well?
1: Yeah. So it's the same as my Instagram. It's theilluminary.co. That is a URL. I promise. Um, That's how you can find me online.
0: Perfect. Well, we'll link it below. All right, Amanda. Well, it was so great to chat with you today and I'm so glad I could talk with you. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening to Return to Ease. Before you go, show some love for this podcast by leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you and stay tuned for the next episode.